autoerotic exfis, autoerotic exfis, <laughs> sorry, editor, autoerotic as oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to We Want Answers, the podcast where we research the internet's most Swedish <laughs> questions and useless answers. My name is Carolyn. My name is Liz. And this week's topic is IKEA. Mm-hmm. That ubiquitous giant warehouse. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I have a few facts about IKEA here just to kick us off. Uh, it was actually really interesting once I started looking into it. So it was established in 1943 and started selling furniture in 1948. Germany has the most stores, 53. Whoa. Yeah. That's like most of them. <laughs> well, there's actually a majority 445 stores worldwide. Oh, JK. Yeah. So there's 65 in North America, 271 in Europe, 82 in Asia, 14 in the Middle East, 11 in Oceania, and two in Africa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I read that the ones in China, like this guy had been to several and he went to the China one. And the difference there is that they build your furniture for you in the parking lot. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool, but also like... Where do you put it? You like, you yeah. have to bring some sort of trailer contraption. Strap it on top of your car. <laughs> It'll probably fall apart. So, yeah, and those ones in Africa are in Morocco and Egypt. Okay. So, IKEA is actually an acronym named after the initials of founder Ingvar Kamprad Elmtar, Elmtarid, the farm on which he grew up, and Agunard. A gunner in oh my God. the nearby village. Sorry, I I'm trying. You bother. <laughs> Swedish people, please correct me. And the logo was not blue and yellow until 1983. Isn't that crazy? It was like a totally different logo. Insane. Um, insane. That is absolutely insane. So the first IKEA store in the Philippines is currently under construction. Oh. And it's expected to open either the third or fourth quarter of 2021. Once complete, it will be the largest IKEA store in the world. What? Occupying 700,000 square feet. How big is your typical like IKEA? I yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I didn't I mean look that, that up. sounds really big. How big is a Costco? <laughs> That's a good question. You should google that. Yeah. There's no IKEA in New Zealand, but they have plans to open it in 2025. So yeah, that's uh, that's all my IKEA oh. facts. Warehouse sizes of Costco: eighty thousand to two hundred and thirty thousand square feet, with an average of one hundred and forty-six thousand square feet. Oh my god! And this IKEA is going to be seven hundred thousand <laughs> square feet. Holy! You could fit fucking several crap. Costcos in there. Damn. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell Chris's mom, right? She'll be stoked. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some cool IKEA facts. I got to say, Carolyn really, really likes IKEA, like a lot. I would almost say she loves it. I just think it's fun. A lot of people think it's like a soul sucking experience, but I think it's fun to go. I, I only really go when I like move into a new place. So yeah, but I've never spent less than three hours there. 
And it's usually somewhere between four and six hours. Yeah, I do. I distinctly remember going there with you and mom. I think it's when I had to, I bought my futon like a million years ago that I got rid of finally. But I remember it took the like entire day, the yeah, whole day. And it was, it was on a weekend <laughs> and there were a million people there. And I was just like, and my mom and Carolyn just like to stop and look at everything. And I just like want to get in and get out. So yeah. Well, that's also like fundamentally you and I are different people when it comes to shopping. I oh, like totally. I enjoy shopping. Obviously, I don't like to be in crowded places, but most of the time I can deal with it. Um, yeah, if it were empty, it would be probably different. But yeah, I kind of I'm a little bit more of like a like a on task, like let's get this done sort of person. Yeah, I don't think you can really do that with Ikea though. It kind of like has to be a day thing. And especially because the nearest Ikea to us is like a good it's an hour. hour and a half away-ish. So yeah. And I mean, they apparently they put the food court in because people were getting really hungry <laughs> when they were shopping. Yeah, no like, shit. No wonder. Because they a literal maze. They make you go through every department. Yeah, so. but... I've I've read that there are shortcuts and I honestly don't give a shit about like the furniture part, like the bedrooms and the kitchens they have set up. I do like that lower part where they have like the fake plants and all the kitchen utensils. Oh, I love that section. I do like they that part. They have so many nifty things there. Mm -hmm. I'm still obsessed with my little like cheese grater. Uh, oh, uh, you got to have one of the, you got okay, if you go to IKEA for <laughs> one thing, you got to get this cheese grater. It's like a an oval like Tupperware. Tupperware that's you know like blue or whatever color you get and then the top is, um, you know, the cheese grater and you have that fitting you, you can do the bigger cheese grate and then you can do the smaller one. They're so easy and to wash. And then they have a lid that just goes on top. So when you're done grating your cheese, you can just keep it in there and keep it fresh. Yeah. Rather than trying to hold one of those like boxy ones and you're like and shredding. And grating your and you're knuckles like, and yeah. your nails. <laughs> and then you're like, just don't tell anybody. It'll be fine. Don't. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of Ikea jokes to be had out there. A lot of people think it's like super cheap furniture and it's like shitty. But I, re I read a lot of questions that were like, what's the average lifespan of Ikea furniture? And some people were like, oh, it's junk. It's like dormitory stuff. And some people were like, I don't know. I've had some some other pieces for like over 30 years. So to be fair, they do have like different price structuring within, you know, each category. So like you could get a really, really cheap dresser or a really, really cheap couch, but they also have like more expensive models. They do. So you pay, you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to put it together. Yeah. With no written instructions. It's just like a picture. It's like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you and I had to put together my futon, I think it was. That was interesting. We both got like, it took a while to figure it out. It was, it really is like trying to interpret like a different it is. And language it it or something. tests your relationships. It, it does. They actually have some kind of like living room cabinet that's called the divorce maker <laughs> <laughs> because it is so difficult to put together. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, we did end up, we like got really stuck on one of the instructions. We were like, oh, and we were both like, I think we're, let's go get something to eat. We were like hangry <laughs> and we ate something. And then, like, after we were done, we totally figured it out like right yeah. away. And we we're like, sweet. Yeah, if that ever happens, you you just have to take a step back. Take a step because back. It's just going to get worse. Get a snack, have a drink, <laughs> grab a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the food there. I know some of it's shitty, but I love their little princess cake and the Swedish meatballs are good. Oh, and yeah. hey, lingonberry jam. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
and like elderberry soda or whatever they have. I don't know. All right. Well, should we jump into the questions? After you. Okay. Well, speaking of their meatballs, my first question involves meatballs. Question, has Ikea shown the world that Swedish food is really poor by offering meatballs in every store? What? Answer, meatballs are generally poor men food. Meatballs can content less quality meat, so they are cheap. Swedish poor immigrants brought it to the USA as traditional Swedish food. The all-Ikea concept is very smart and became very successful. They build their shops like a maze to keep people longer. They offer not only furnitures, but all products you may need home. They are maybe practical and maybe good-looking, but materials are poor and cheap. Offering food in the Ikea shops is very smart move. How many furniture sellers sell food as well? That's I mean, true. That's true. Nobody. Costco. They know that many customers are coming with the children and they will get hungry. Children love meatballs and meatballs are very cheap to buy for the parents. Ikea is selling them cheap as well to attract people. Personally, I never eat meatballs, especially Swedish one, because I think they are disgusting and who knows what they put in them to keep price down. <laughs> Okay. To be fair, I did read um, that they're now chicken meatballs. They're not like... Oh, really? Yeah, I think traditionally they're beef and pork because I did see some recipes and I was like, I want to make some Swedish meatballs at home, like from scratch. Yeah. They're chicken, which I really prefer having like chicken meatballs and stuff because it's healthier. Yeah, I have heard that like, I think they used to like distribute the meatballs from like one place and like ship them to all the stores. But I think it's just like massive 700,000 square foot meatball factory. (laughs) But I know they do like they sell the meatballs frozen so you can get them. Oh, yeah. Like toward the front of the where you get get in line too. you're like, damn, I want some of those to take home. Yeah. And you can get an ice cream cone. The thing is, Swedish meatballs are actually really plain because it's all about the the, gravy, the gravy and and the berry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to Ikea going like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, gourmet meal. Swedish meal. Yeah, it's a very specific, like, Ikea meatball sort of thing. And, you know, I I think they're pretty good. I mean, but I like all kinds of food. I like fancy food and kind of junky food, so. Yeah. Take it or leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, My first question I should have decided what my first question is going to be, but it's just going to be the first one on my list here. Why do you hate Ikea? Yoji Peterson answers, I like Ikea. It's weird. Take a look at most commercials and low-budget films. Most art departments rely on Ikea because you can get a look inexpensively, and it's mostly a one-stop shop. When time and budget are an issue, it's a fabulous option. I memorize the Ikea catalog every year. What? (laughs) My kid loves the restaurant. It's cheap and has relatively healthy choices. We make frequent trips and I memorize the items that haven't made it to the catalog. I have a straight job these days. I don't need much. I tend to buy picture frames and scented candles, but I like to keep a hand in. But I like to keep a hand in. The trick is mixing and matching. All IKEA makes a boring room. I don't use the furniture in real life. It's not my style. What? <laughs> I did an Ikea kitchen once. It was decent, but assembly was a bitch. Occasionally, I need a quick, cheap solution or I see something weird I like. 
The bargain section is mostly overpriced, but I found some screaming deals. <laughs> They're like, ah, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I reupholstered some Spanish revival dining room chairs with velvet curtains I found for one fifty a piece. I've been hired simply because I know how to source. IKEA is a good resource. So does this person work there? I they they said they're a treasury accountant at movie studios. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, so you're using your brain power to memorize the IKEA catalog and also memorize the items that you see in the IKEA that are not <laughs> in the catalog. And they seem to not like the furniture but also like it. No. They're like, it's weird. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't get it. Anyway, I have another answer from Rob Shufor. It's a bloody trap. Follow the line. You can't jump between departments, so you go to the food. Screw it. Let the wife go nuts. Just meet her at the checkout. Pay for the bill for all the useless crap she got. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to go, if you're going to meet your wife at the uh, checkout, it's going to be a while, buddy. <laughs> you're gonna be sitting there a while i would go to the like if they if they had cocktails that would be a different story Ooh, yeah what if there was an ikea bar oh my god that's where i would be while you and mom <laughs> fucking take forever looking at every single object for, i mean like, i would want to go to the bar too so i just like i like the little like dioramas of rooms that you can go into and you're like what if i lived in this room yeah i guess i don't know like i look at it for like you know five or ten seconds and i'm like cool and then i go to the next one and i'm like all right <laughs> i don't know there's so but many little details you have the little like interior design games and stuff i don't like i just that's so i just doesn't yeah it's just not a thing that like captures my i get it my I get fascination it. There's, there's so much to look at i just like i get really I don't know, something something about just skipping over things with my eyes, like, I don't, my brain does not want to do that. It wants to take every little thing all, in. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I think I get really distracted by all the people, because we always go on a weekend if we go, and there's so many people there, and like, ew, there's like tons of kids there, and they're so annoying, and then like weird people, I don't know. I feel bad about the uniforms they have to wear. I think they're like striped shirts. They're like striped. From what I remember, they're like vertical striped yellow and blue shirts. Well, at least it's vertical stripes. I so guess. flattering and slamming. <laughs> well, when are they going to start selling clothes? Oh, shit. Do you have to assemble them yourself? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like a thread. Yeah. And <laughs> And it has, like, really shitty vague instructions on how to, like, <laughs> can sew or construct your fucking clothes. <laughs> they give you, like, a bag of beets for, like, dye. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Fabric. It has to go that far back. <laughs> it's so funny. Question. Why does Ikea make it so hard to actually buy things in their stores? <laughs> Answer. 20 or so years ago, my brother took me to his local Ikea near Seattle. Holy cow, I was in heaven. I had no problem with the endless walking and all of the random departments featuring amazing merch. Then there were the meatballs. Amazing. It was just like being in Disneyland. When we finally walked downstairs to check out, there was a medium wait in line. Young me did not care. Everywhere I looked was something I needed. 
Since then, IKEA has popped up everywhere. Its merchandise has become too low-end for my incredibly sophisticated tastes. Whoa. And honestly, the hike through the store is now an annoying chore. But I totally get its appeal. Now that I'm older, I have almost everything I need in my home, so I'm not tempted. But when you're young and just starting out, IKEA can seem like heaven. BTW, the 10 wood hangers I bought during my first trip are as good as new and definitely still used in my coat closet. I mean, how much wear do you have to put on your hangers? I know. (laughs) They're like never touched. Well, at least mine are barely ever touched. Yeah. Because my clothes stay in my basket because I'm a child. I do agree with the premise of that, though, that I think it's much more impressive when you're younger and you're going there for the first time and you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. And just appreciating like the overall design that goes into the layout of that store. Yeah, it's probably stuff. a lot of people's like first experience with like, oh, I'm turning into an adult now. And like, yeah, here I am buying furniture and, you know, kitchen utensils. Yeah, I think if I went back now that I'm a little older, I would probably skip over a lot of stuff and be like, yeah, I don't need that. But the kitchen gadget section, I will always oh, be Oh, yeah, exactly. With. <laughs> and they have the rugs there. The rugs are not cheap. And uh, the fake plants aren't cheap either. But I still have my IKEA fake plants, and they're super cute. I have some on my front porch. And they, they they haven't died. They've, they're very low maintenance. <laughs> the, the fake orchid I bought from IKEA, it's as beautiful and vibrant as ever. Wow. All orchids should be fake. I know. Fuck orchids. (laughs) Okay, my next question. What does code 500 mean in an Ikea store? They have codes? Yeah, apparently. Mm. It's like, because they, okay, well, I won't go into it. (laughs) Anna Croker, who lives in New York City, says, do you work there? No. So guess what? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Marco Topolnik says, Code 500 in an Ikea store means someone on the premises needs first aid. The location is announced with the code. Ikea has a policy that any injured customer will be approached by at least two staff members trained in first aid. Well, that's good that they're trained for that. Yeah, but then I saw a couple people who had worked at Ikea that said there's no code 500. So, Hmm. I don't know. Well, Something's going down. That first person... It's like, can't a, can't somebody be curious about somewhere they don't work? Like, <laughs> fuck. It doesn't matter. Screaming deals don't matter. <laughs> One ninety nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the codes have to do with, like, the Swedish mafia. Ew. Probably. Is there a Swedish mafia? I don't know, but it sounds like there should be, huh? I know, there probably is. It sounds cool. Yeah, they're probably, like, very, like, neutral and, like, chill. They're just, like, (laughs) they're, like, go take care of him. Hmm. Do it. Send in the two staff members. (laughs) Finish the job. (laughs) Yeah, finish him. (laughs) Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack you across the face with my glock (laughs) okay (laughs) question this one is like more like a practical thing because it's really interesting 
Question, do items at Ikea's in Sweden have the same random word names as they do in the U.S.? Answer, there is nothing random about Ikea names. They have a perfectly logical system to them. Only you do not understand it, but this is how they sort out. Bathroom items, names of Swedish lakes and bodies of water. Linens, flowers and plants. Bedroom and living room furniture are Norwegian places. Bookcases are professions and Scandinavian boys' names. What? Bowls and vases are Swedish place names, adjectives, spices, herbs, fruits, and berries. It's uh, all it's all strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Boxes, pictures, and wall decorations are Swedish slang expressions and Swedish place names. Ooh, I want to know some Swedish slang expressions. <laughs> Children's products are mammals, birds, and adjectives. Cute. Desks and chairs are Scandinavian boys' names. Fabrics and curtains are Scandinavian girls' names. Wow, that's That's sexist. sexist, you guys. Outdoor furniture are Scandinavian islands. Cute. And finally, kitchen accessories are fish, mushrooms, and adjectives. I'm so interested. Yeah, like the maybe the cheese grater is like called like... Flurg trout borg yeah the this sweet the what do they speak again i'm so stupid swedish swedish, swedish version <laughs> of trout so that's kind of interesting i mean i i've found myself curious like what does this mean yeah that would be really funny though if, like it's sweden it was like like english words oh my god it's I, all Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, I've always just assumed they're like Swedish words. Well, actually, I thought that they were like made up Swedish words. But yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what I thought. But I love I love knowing that there's like a specific theme to each like department or each type of furniture. Yeah, I heard somebody say that all the rugs are Danish words, I think they said, or maybe it was Dutch words. Hmm. I don't know. And somebody was trying to say that was like some kind of statement on their like political oh like they belong on the floor and to <laughs> step on them or something i don't know but apparently um <laughs> ikea is actually headquartered in the netherlands so oh yeah yeah yeah. i did read that yeah so yeah a little little information there i like it mm. question do swedish people love ikea okay simon johansson answers you know he's swedish because he has a last name like johansson no Imagine November month in Stockholm, short, dark, cold, and rainy days. You can't go out. You don't want to stay home. You don't have a money to go somewhere else where you have to pay admission fees. You maybe have a wife, two kids, or maybe you alone, but want date someone and don't spend money. What you will do, where you will go. Of course you will go to Ikea. There is warm lights cost nothing to come in. There you can spend all day long, just go around and looking. There is always something you want or need, and this is cheap you can afford. You can meet new girlfriend and learn about what she likes. <laughs> Do you have the same taste? There is meals you can eat when you get hungry, very cheap indeed. You would go there only for that. IKEA is cheap, poor quality, but they have everything you need under one roof. Young Swedish women, maybe 28 years old, says to me, Ikea is the best what she knows, poor people. Well, 
Uh, you know, that really does like paint a picture like you're stuck at home and it's super dark out and you're like, oh, where do I go? <laughs> that's like warm and light and I don't have to pay anything to get in and go to Ikea. Yeah. No. And I, I can tell you from firsthand experience, like Swedish people love Ikea. Well, I, I did hear somebody somebody had answered like Swedish people don't love or hate anything. It's like very like <laughs> whatever. But I did visit my cousin in Sweden once and that was one thing we did. We like went to Ikea for the day and apparently a lot of them do that. Huh. It's just like a like maybe the equivalent activity. here of like going to the mall back when we did that. I certainly don't now, but Yeah. Huh. Okay. For Costco. Costco. Have some samples. Okay. And then finish it off with a Sunday and a I love Costco so much. And a hot dog. Except for I don't like when it's really busy. And the poor people now that do the samples, they can't give anything <laughs> out because of COVID. So they're just standing there like, mm, these uh chips, try these yeah, uh, and try can, this protein bar. They like have a sample of it out, but it's behind a little plexiglass thing and you can't actually eat it. <laughs> So it's just like to look at. <gasps> That's the most like depressing job I can think of. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's but just ignoring you. Once they bring back the samples that everybody can eat. Oh my God. And they're the most popular person. <laughs> you are. Yes. Yeah. I hate going and like, there's always some fucking like dad guy that like cuts in front of you and takes like three samples and then there's like none left and you have to wait. Oh my God. I remember being like a younger person one time, but I was still probably like. 10 or 12 and this guy was giving away fish sticks or you know half of one and I grabbed one and I started walking away and like I almost was like biting into it and the guy's like where's your mom you know like you can't have that unless your mom says so and I was like I don't know like it's like why it's a fish stick and he's like well I don't know if you're like allergic to fish and I was like I'm not and he like (laughs) I think I ended up like, what, am I going to give it back to him? Like, already fighting him? It? Yeah, I was just, well, like, what you the You should have just been like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, I should have chewed it up and then just, like, spit it out. But that, I, that's I just bullshit. wasn't that cool. I see kids go and grab shit for their parents all the time. Yeah, I don't know why he was picking on me. It was probably their policy then, and now they don't care anymore. <laughs> They're just like, meh. Except peanuts. That's Don't. Probably a thing. Oh yeah, peanuts. Yeah, they yeah. probably can't even give away that stuff. No. But this isn't time to talk about Costco. Sorry, this is a time to talk about IKEA. Let's bring it back to IKEA. So, I don't know if you. This was on Quora. There's this man named Bill Martin. He worked at IKEA from 2003 to 2015, and he answered every fucking IKEA <laughs> question that exists. <laughs> on Cora and I, I did see that because I saw his picture on your man. screen and I was like yeah. oh yeah that guy yeah here's this man <laughs> he's very passionate about the you know 12 years that he worked at Ikea and I clicked on his like profile and like every question it was just like at one after one after one of, of you know like very detailed very nice answers to Ikea questions so Bill we appreciate you, man. You really, if you, you helped out, yeah. I mean, if you work there for that long, you probably like breathe, sleep, eat. God, can you imagine? Like, you Ikea. really know IKEA. <laughs> so the question is, what is the best thing to eat at IKEA? And of course, Bill's going to know the answer. <laughs> Bill says, first thing you need to know is that the coworkers in most IKEAs have their own staff cafeteria, and we don't eat a lot in the restaurant. What I know, where do they put it? 
Well, I mean, it's huge. Probably on the first floor where yeah. there's like nothing. <laughs> Unless you are a part-time employee who closes a lot, then you might eat at the restaurant. That having been said, I would have to say that the Swedish meatballs are worth the trip to Ikea, but you must go the whole way. Get the lingonberries. Makes the whole experience different. While similar in taste to cranberry, I like the flavor better, and I find that it enhances the flavor of most meats. Before you leave, I would suggest getting some from the Swedish market by checkout. Should you get anything with french fries, ask them to put the gravy from the meatballs on it. While gravy on your fries might be a Jersey thing. What? More like a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, with the curds. Jersey thing. It actually makes the fries taste really good. Oh, okay. Putting gravy on fries. How novel. Who knew? It actually makes gravy them taste good. Gravy and potatoes? What? <laughs> Sounds really good right now, though. I'd fuck that up. <laughs> I'd fuck it up. Give me a fork. I actually used to get the chicken tender kids meal with gravy on the fries when I ate in the restaurant. Okay, well, this picture of Bill, he looks like a very large man. And maybe I'm not trying to judge, but hopefully he's not eating chicken fingers. He was making it sound like he eats the meatballs every day. Speaking of the Swedish market, I feel that is where you can find some of the best food of all, especially if you like cookies. The ones in a tube, which I remember called ballerina. But now seem to be called Kakor Halon are really good. But my favorite are the oat crisps. There are two varieties, including one with chocolate. It is sad to say I could actually eat a whole box myself. I believe it. And finally, in that same area is the bistro and the 50 cent hot dogs. The bistro? Don't know. And there's hot dogs are 50 cents. They even beat Costco on that. Yeah. Is that where they, that's probably where they do the like, the ice cream cones. Stuff. I just don't really remember the layout, but the dogs are really good. But being a Jersey guy, I, of course, would like more toppings and ketchup and mustard. Finish your snack with a frozen yogurt and you are ready for the trip home. I have been out of Ikea for two years and it's the hot dogs and the frozen yogurt I miss the most. Oh, my God. Right at that, like, you, you, <laughs> you stop for your, like meatballs and chicken tendies and your like princess cake and lingonberry jam and then at the end you get a 50 cent hot dog and your don't forget yogurt. the fries and gravy that's when you re-emerge into the daylight and you're like fucking dazed and you're like wait what just happened like, and then what? you look at your cart and you have to fit all this oh, and flat you're like, pack shit in your car fit. <laughs> um that is that sounds like a, an extraordinary amount of sodium. It does. So I hope Bill is okay. <laughs> I mean, he seems to be fine. Well, I mean, this was answered a while ago, and um, yeah. I just hope he's taking well, care of himself if now. if he's not okay, then he shall go to the great Ikea in the sky. I guarantee there is one, too. Yeah. There's probably a separate heaven for Ikea. <laughs> Ikea place. R.I.P. Okay. Um, my next question. Why are IKEA stores laid out so you have to walk through the whole store to find one dumb thing and then say you notice something else you might want and can't go back and find it? Hmm. What's wrong with setting it up like a Kmart? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Riggs replies, I've only been in an IKEA store once. It was totally weird. There were arrows on the floor and I had no idea what that was all about until someone told me I was going in the wrong direction. 
I didn't understand how you can go the wrong direction shopping for something. It reminded me a lot of herding cattle like on my grandma's ranches. Totally. (laughs) I agree with that. The really bizarre thing was at the end where you come out of the showroom and into a big warehouse. I got totally lost in there. There were no exit signs or signs where the cashier is. Out of all the places that needed arrows on the floor, it was the big warehouse. I was wandering around one end thinking the exit was there. Nope, it was on the other end. Their stores are too wacky for me. (laughs) No way I'm going back there. Their furniture is crappy, too. I think that that lady... Yeah, Ashley. Ashley needs a a supervisor or a chaperone of some sort. She needs one of those little monkey backpacks with the leash on it. She totally does. (laughs) Ashley, Ashley, get get back over here. No, the exit exit is over there, Ashley. Oh, my God. She did. They do have a daycare at Ikea, like at, on the first Maybe floor when Ashley you walk in. Maybe Ashley belongs in the daycare. <laughs> uh, okay, I have another answer from Wendy Pennells who says, It's so you spend more money. I refuse to go to Ikea as I can't control what goes in the trolley. And you get to the checkout and you think you have spent $200, but it comes out to $500. Once while traveling, we stopped in an Ikea for lunch as we had three young sons and they like the meatballs. After you have left the restaurant, you are supposed to walk all the way through the shop to the normal exit. We didn't want to, especially as two of our sons would want to touch everything. A nightmare. We asked the young shop assistant if there was another exit, and she said you have to walk through the whole shop. However, as one of our sons is in a wheelchair, she let us use the fire exit. The benefits of having a child with a disability. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's how it ends? Yep. Okay, well, I know. I mean, well, true, I guess. I'm so glad my child has a disability so that I can take all the IKEA shortcuts. Well, I mean, it's hard enough. I can just come for the meatballs and then then peace out. You just (laughs) buy a wheelchair and like put your kid in it and just be like, just act like you're usually in a wheelchair. Oh my God. And then be like, I can't go that way. I was thinking we were talking about Ashley being in the daycare, that there should totally be like a, a – like not a kid's daycare, but also like an adult daycare where I'll like let the husbands go because the husbands hate shopping or oh whatever. Just anyone that like has to be there with their significant other. No That's the IKEA bar. That's the IKEA bar that we were yeah, – yeah, that we were talking about. So it would have a bar. Or like a flight lounge. Yeah. Of. And there would just be like internet and like, you know, it, it would be like a flight lounge. Perfect. Like maybe a little uh, – little buffet, you know, in non-COVID times with some Swedish meatballs and stuff and no kids can go in there. Yeah. Shit. I do remember it's rough like when the person you're with gets ahead of you and then you're like trying to text each other like, where are you? And they're like, I'm over by the the bed with the wall and the setup and you're I like, get what? a lot of anxiety around losing someone in a store and you know like I know it really annoys you when we're shopping and it's not necessarily something I'm shopping for and I'm like you walk like a foot and then I walk up the foot you and do. I'm like following you everywhere it's just because I don't want to get lost I have a terrible sense of direction I know I just hate being followed that close I know I need to mom just, does it too I need like, to back up a not? little bit <laughs> Jesus, I feel like I feel it's like um, in Donkey Kong how you, the second player like tails the first one so like that when they you, die they can like tag out. You could like shoot out like a banana peel or like one of those green shells and like from behind and it would hit me immediately because 
<laughs> You're right there. Wrong game. Uh, Mario Kart? Yeah. Yeah, Mario Kart. No, I said Donkey Kong. Oh, but he's in he's in Mario Kart. Anyway. That's true. Uh, Ikea. If anyone out there happens to be the CEO or of Ikea... <laughs> I think you should have an adult an adult section. For anyone out there. For me. <laughs> if you there would make are a any IKEA CEOs <laughs> out there. Okay. IKEA bar. Speaking of children, question. After three kids died from IKEA dressers, how worried should parents be about other IKEA products? Oh my god, I've seen that. Yeah, so if you happen to not be aware, there have been like several children deaths that they like crawl on the a dresser or something and it falls over on them they like pull a drawer or whatever yeah i saw like a, a picture of like a press conference and there was like a drawer with like a fake child in front of it and it was like it was all like falling <laughs> on them so again how worried should parents be about other ikea products answer the problem is that kids will oftentimes try to climb up on furniture. When they do, the extra weight of a child hanging off the side or front of the furniture can cause it to tip over. Then the kid hits the ground and the furniture often lands on top of the kid. This can lead to injuries or even death. But this isn't a problem that is specific to IKEA furniture, although their lightweight construction makes it more likely that a child can tip it over. Any piece of furniture can potentially be tipped over that way. And while I couldn't find a total number of children killed by IKEA furniture, <laughs> statistics seem to indicate that worldwide, one child dies from falling furniture every two weeks. Oh, well, that's really sad. Yikes. That equals about 26 kids a year out of the 7.4 billion people who live on this planet currently. Okay, so he's like, eh, it's only 26 kids. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what kills more people than that every oh year? Ants. 30. <laughs> Jellyfish, 40. I was not expecting that. Falling out of bed, 450. Autoerotic exfis... Autoerotic exfis... <laughs> Sorry, editor. Autoerotic as... Oh my god, I can't say Autoerotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Autoerotic asphyxiation, 600. Oh. Hippos, 2,900. In the world? Lightning, 10,000. And obesity, 30,000. I don't see any furniture manufacturers providing me with any protection from hippos or from jerking off with a noose around my neck. <laughs> but they do include brackets or tethers to attach the furniture to the wall. And you should use them, particularly if you have young children. For real, you should bolt shit to the wall. Yeah, like whose fault is that? Yeah, as soon as I brought my Billy bookshelves home from college, which I mean, they didn't last very long anyway, but probably because I didn't put that like practically cardboard backing on them because it's super ugly. I, hate, I never do that. Yeah. I hate that. But they were super like, they're tall and they were like up against my bedroom wall. And my dad's like, if there's an earthquake, you're like so fucked. Yeah. Like all your books are going to come crashing down. You're not going to be able to like get through. You're all, oh yeah. But I don't think we bolted them to the wall before I just but yeah, that, threw them out. That is definitely a thing, especially like in California, the, the quakes. Not like they happen a lot. They really don't. But like they say we're overdue for the big one, which – I think about there was one um, not me. last week but the week before it was like i think it was a 4.0 
All right. Well, very small scale we're talking. Yeah. I had a dream there was a bigger one. I'm but. very scared. I'm very scared of earthquakes, you guys. There's been some really monster ones here, and I am not looking forward to it. But Carolyn, okay, if there were an earthquake right now, we would both have to crawl under this table. I would crawl under my desk. Or your desk. In my room. Yeah. So maybe. It's pretty sturdy. Yeah. This one's really sturdy. I've, oh, I've already thought. Sturdy. I've actually crawled under there before during an earthquake. So. Hmm. Yeah. Usually it's like it goes by so quickly that I'm just sitting there like, oh, I should probably get up. <laughs> like this, and you're all uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. waving around. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Question. What's the weirdest thing about Ikea? Uh, Tonichi Feggy, former been working in the Middle East, says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rather than answer your weird claim on weird Ikea, I am expressing my admiration on the combination of engineering and aesthetics that the Ikea designers are producing. Added my acceptance that whatever you buy are better if they don't outlast the your taste and usefulness of them items. You are given a chance to buy something newer by that time anyway. How many items do you have that you wish you could get rid of but wouldn't get rid because they are still solid and heavy and sturdy yet, even <laughs> if they are ugly now, to your updated taste and appreciation of what is a beauty? I did meet some who said they want Ikea furnishings because they give me a chance to change my furnishing in the near future at a minimal cost, even optimum cost. Sorry. This guy belongs in this category with those screaming deals. I know. I have another answer from Adrian Bloem, who says, Ikea is a Swedish icon. They make a big deal out of this, from the furniture names to the blue-yellow colors derived from the Swedish flag. And, of course, the famous Swedish meatballs. But not all is what it seems. In my previous job, I was working from home in the Netherlands for a U.S. analyst consulting firm. So when they told me I was going to be advising IKEA, that sounded great. Not just because it was an interesting tech challenge, but also because I'd get to go to Stockholm or wherever IKEA's HQ in Sweden would be. I have never been to Sweden, but that's definitely the weirdest thing about IKEA. It's a Dutch company. And not just some shell for tax purposes. No, their HQ is in Delft, the Netherlands. So instead of flying to Sweden, I got to drive for 15 minutes from Leiden to Delft. As it turned out, that was one of the reasons my boss sent me, because I lived around the corner from the HQ of one of the most famously Swedish companies in the Netherlands. Fascinating. (laughs) That's really disappointing. (laughs) You're like, oh, shit. International travel. And then you're all, like, right away. (laughs) Damn, I really want to go to that part of the world. Yeah. I know you've kind of... I mean, yeah, you know, you've kind of been there. but Yeah, Sweden is probably my favorite place in Europe. Really? I've been to, yeah. Even more than like Italy and stuff? Yeah, and Scotland? it's just so like, it's just so dreamy. It's so like just lakes and forests and like just, oh, yeah. when I was there, it was like mid, in the midsummer. So they were having like the whole midsummer celebration. And we got to camp out at this like house on a lake and everybody was dressed up traditionally and they were dancing around the maypole and playing music. But also when we were driving to that place, which was like a cabin house in the woods, 
there was like these fields of like yellow yellow flowers against the blue sky and i was like well i can see where they got the inspiration for their flag here like it's just so dreamy and stockholm is spread over hundreds of islands which is incredible. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I really want to go to Sweden now, like very badly. Yeah. Also, every picture I see of Norway, like on the internet, it's like, it like takes, Fjords. it takes my breath away. You're like, <gasps> yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> quite literally every picture I'm like, <gasps> and yeah. then I'm like, where is this? And it's always Norway. Yeah. Or like New Zealand or something. No. Sorry. It's Norway. Norway. Yeah. Scandinavia. It's a place. It's a good place. <laughs> but the pickled herring I could do without. Oh, I would fuck up some pickled herring. I don't mind that. I'd like to try their cuisine. That's a lot of like stuff that you can eat when it's really cold in the winter and you are don't Well, have we do much. have a Swedish restaurant nearby, so. Well, I'd rather go to Sweden, but anyway. All right. My final question why does my husband always refuse to go to Ikea just for fun trip? Why do I always have to give in? Answer. It would seem to me that your husband, who is in great company, equates a trip to Ikea with pure hell on earth. Now, don't forget, I'm speaking as a Swede who's moved to the USA. Personally, I could never love a woman who thought it was fun to take a trip to Ikea on her day off. Wow, really? That would have most definitely been a deal breaker for me within the first few dates. However, that's just how I operate. Your husband obviously looks for different qualities in a woman than I do. For you, if whatever reason find a trip to Ikea fun, the burden is on you to make it fun for him if you want his company while you're there. You are not giving in. You are being a reasonable and courteous wife. That's a good thing. If you find going to a football game pure hell while he has the time of his life at one, then the burden is on him to make a football game fun for you if he wants you to join him. All too often, I see couples hitting dead ends or having to compromise when it comes to leisure time. This doesn't strike me as a healthy way to navigate a marriage. Vying for what you want to do or trading off every other weekend is myopic and childish behavior in my estimation. Not how a grown married couple should behave. Such behavior more often creates additional strife within couples rather than bringing them closer. So what are they supposed to do? (laughs) I know it sounds idealistic or naive, but I find that time is much better invested in figuring out what you both love doing for fun equally and expanding it from there. Yes, I know men are impossible to talk to. I get it. Even as a man, it frustrates me. He's like, I have a really hard time talking to myself. (laughs) That said, as a woman, you have the responsibility to make this connection with your husband if you want your bond to grow stronger with time instead of growing stale. Your husband most likely lacks the ability to see things the way you see them. He's not necessarily being uncaring. He just doesn't understand what the trip to Ikea means to you. He's simply presented with a choice and he chooses not to spend his time in hell. He doesn't share the same joy you share, walking around Ikea, fantasizing all the possibilities in your head. Your imagine brings you joy as you picture what each piece of furniture would look like in your house or a future house. It's exciting. I get it. However, most men are little efficiency machines. An afternoon spent in a crowded, artificially lit labyrinth of oversized tchotchkes when you don't even need to buy anything just doesn't make sense to him. Going to the store is not an exercise in fantasy and fun for him. It's a chore. He thinks, why go through motions of a chore if the chore needn't be done? If something's broken, he figures out what he needs, 
runs to Lowe's, gets what he needs, and comes home to fix a problem. Yes, once in a while he may wrap his hands around some expensive piece of equipment and fantasize for a second, but it's not the same as what you experience at Ikea. He doesn't get your fun, and you don't get his. Wow. That actually makes a lot of sense. It really does. This is really, really good advice. Yeah, but I don't I don't know what is he telling her to just like go by herself? Yeah, I think she's saying like don't like if you're gonna force him to go, you know, kind of like make him go with you, then you need to, you know, try a little harder to make it it a fun experience for him because he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And Hopefully he would do the same for you, you know, and if they if they're not going to try and find anything that, you know, that they have in common that's fun that they both like to do, then, you know, it's just you can see how that would like weigh on a relationship and kind of make it drag. So for sure. Yeah, I think in that instance, I would just go by myself, but I would be a little bummed if it was something that like I felt like I needed help with. Yeah, exactly. But if you know, if the part, if your partner, whoever you want to go, you're like, I know you don't really like it. Like, but would you go with me and help me with this and that? And you know, I promise, uh, we can go to this um, food place you really like, or we can, yeah, or you know, I'll only spend this much time and and just kind of like make it enticing in some way. That's basically what this guy is saying. Yeah, give and take, compromise. That makes sense. This guy has. Oh, by the way, look at this picture. I have to post it. It's two people holding up a sheet or a big piece of paper that looks like it's like written in blood, but it's like red paint. And it says Ikea Satan. I'm not sure what the message is. there, And it definitely looks like they're in Sweden too, because it's all like Ikea snowy in the background. What does Ikea Satan look like? I wonder. Oh my God. Yeah. Can someone, does anyone know there would know how to draw really well? You can draw from like inside your head. Could you draw? what you think the Satan of Ikea or Ikea Satan is. <laughs> and the other thing that impressed me about this guy is that he's from, he's a, he's a Swede who moved to the U S he has incredible English, like his punctuation. He like, it's a, uh, nothing was like misspelled or anything. Like, wow. I'm just yeah. so impressed with people who learn English and they're like so good at it. And I'm like, oh, I like- well, a lot of Europeans, I mean, they're taught really young and they, they I know they take and years and years. Of exactly. It. We should be doing that. You know, it's so silly. I know that like English is kind of the universal language for like that everyone has to learn. But it's like, I think everyone should. And like here we have you know, such a high concentration of people from Mexico or other countries that speak Spanish. Yeah. Everyone should know Spanish. It's true. And every per- like person from Mexico should know English too, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was really good advice. And the more I didn't like when I read it this time, I was like, wow. Yeah. I don't know about that. He's like, I wouldn't date a girl who said okay, she yeah. wanted to go to that Ikea. Part, that part I was like, oh, I got to pace this. He's in. like on her day off. It's like, okay, well, she's supposed to go like when she's working yeah, I could, or something. He says, personally, I could never love a woman who thought it was fun to take a trip to Ikea on her day off. So, And this guy's from Sweden? Yeah. I mean, you know, he knows what he wants and I really appreciate that. But you would just hope that it comes out because he said within the first three days, hopefully that information comes out. <laughs> Maybe that's like the first question he asks. Like that's his one deal He's breaker. like, Ikea. He's like, tell me your feelings. Tell me your thoughts about Ikea. And then he like he's like, um, they're like, this I isn't going to work Ikea. out. He's like, stop. Let's I, not waste each other's and time. And he just gets up and walks away. Yeah. Brutal. Yep. That's brutal. Maybe that's the other side of the 
the Swedish coin. It's like ABBA and like like Twee, Happy, Ikea, ABBA. And then the other side is like, what is that? Those girl who, who with the dragon tattoo books or whatever. It's all like oh. dark crime, whatever. I don't know. I didn't I don't know. read those books. I don't know, but we had a trivia question about it the other, like a few weeks ago, and it was so annoying. It was like, <laughs> oh, we, yeah. We, it was like, what is the name of the the series? Oh, yeah. And I it was something super generic. It was like the Millennium series or something. <laughs> We're like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you have one more question? I don't. That's Oh, it. okay. Well, damn, that went by fast. That for was us, really interesting. Maybe not for you. No, yeah. Maybe this was the agonizing maybe this dragged for you. by and you were like, can we just get to the question Maybe you're like, John? how can I torture myself today? And you're <laughs> like, I know. I'll listen to We Want Answers. What's the next worst thing to going to Ikea for a day? <laughs> Listening to a podcast about people talking about going to Ikea for a day. Hey, I mean. That's why we're here. I think most people have been to Ikea. Well, not most people. I can't say that. But a lot of people have been to Ikea at least once. And it's totally like a very specific experience. It's a universal experience. Exactly. So it's kind of fun to talk about. And it's definitely fun to see other people's experiences. I kind of want to go again, just to like see how if my feelings have changed. Yeah, I need to be a I need to like have a couple drinks first and then be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. At the at the adult uh, care section of of Ikea that will be coming up soon because someone's going to contact me about this genius idea. Yeah, the CEO. The CEO <laughs> of uh, Ikea. I know you're out there. Let's find out what John has to say about Ikea. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, it's time for our question from John this week. Just as a little refresher, John is our weird friend who sends us weird questions, and we do not see them until we are recording. So I am reading this fresh. Well, Carolyn, she's lying to you. Carolyn saw it, read it, so but I didn't. So she's going to read it to me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, hey, I asked him for a question this morning, and I didn't know if he was going to send one. And he and sent then it he right did, away. And I was like, is this a question? Is it? And I just kept reading it. And, and you're all, yeah, it is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Liz has not heard this question. I have not thought about this question. Oh, boy. Okay. So John's question is, if the most reliably non-crazy person you know promise there's a secret portal to Sweden inside every Ikea, this shipping hack is how they keep prices so low, how much of your spare time would you spend looking for it? And if you found it, how much time would you spend in Sweden? Okay. Wow. God. What? (laughs) That's a really crazy question. So what he's saying is your friend that would like never bullshit you and like is just like they wouldn't like make something like this up. Yeah. And they tell you there's a portal to Sweden somewhere inside every single Ikea. Yeah. But you you have to find it. Yeah. He, they don't know where it is or it's like different in each Ikea. They maybe? don't, they don't tell you where it is. Oh, wow. I mean, I think that would make going to Ikea more fun. Yeah, it would. You'd be looking in every like drawer and cabinet. So and- yes, I would totally want to look for it because I don't know. That just sounds like a something I can 
focus on in my life Sweden. that would be my new hobby and it would be so cool and then the reward if, when hopefully I find it would be to go to Sweden as far as how much time I would spend there it's hard because like it does the time pass regularly yeah or? do you get like jet lag or is that are the hours different because what if you're there and you're like there and you're like you you don't remember what time it is back home and then you come back through the thing and like it's nighttime and Ikea's closed and you're like stuck in ikea okay well let's think of it as there's no travel effects so you just go through the portal and you're in sweden and you feel the same and like regular time passes i would i would probably go there like at least once a month for the weekend yeah i was gonna say twice a month yeah probably like yeah every other weekend and i would like Oh my god, I would have like one of those big boards with like strings and pins attached to it like to show like what I would have like a huge diagram oh, of the store. Yeah. And then I would like Oh my god, with like everything. all the red yeah. like in a like a crime <laughs> scene. Like, well, it's not here. I love that. I love the visual. And this is assuming it's not in any of the like off limits to customers areas cuz in that case right. you would have to like infiltrate or infiltrate. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a very Interesting question, John. I liked that. Now I'm like, I'm loving this. We should make a show. We should make a show off of that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much you could do with it, but. Well, I do. Maybe. People, if there was like a superstore like store about Ikea, that would be really funny. That would be funny. But I, yeah, I was also thinking like, if you had the choice of either living rent free at Ikea or working at ikea which would you go for living rent free where would you live i don't know in one of the little dioramas and then would you have to like make it up i don't think i could handle working at ikea i just feel like but you could handle living there with all the people that come through oh well i was just (laughs) figuring maybe there's somewhere i could like hide in the daytime or something or i could just leave you could go to the Ikea bar or the daycare. Yeah, and exactly. Weekend. The adult daycare. Bring it back around. Take it back around. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks John. John. Well, thanks for listening to that. Yeah. Delightful. Thanks for joining us on our uh, adventure through Ikea and what people have to say about it and meatball talk and gravy talk and, i feel like uh, there should be an ikea video game okay where you have to make it through the store okay and then find a portal to sweden sure eh? maybe maybe a, that's like a secret hack code maybe though, a video game. game is a better idea than a tv show but i don't know <laughs> anyway uh please uh if you want to reach out to us send us an email you can contact us at we want answers pod at gmail.com yeah tell us about your ikea experiences Ooh, yeah. yeah have you worked for ikea have you gone there and you hated it? Or are you, you the it? CEO of Ikea? <laughs> like, Do you want my adult? Are you the <laughs> CEO of Ikea? <laughs> um, <you're laughs> I'll leave my number for you. Um, yeah, CEOs of Ikea, please reach out to us on Instagram at WeWantAnswersPod.
Yeah. And lastly, you can check out our website at wewantanswerspod.com. Please subscribe, like the actual subscribe button, not like mentally, but like physically subscribe. And because yeah, um, then you don't have to go looking for us ever. Again. We just pop up we'll in your pop feed up in your on face. Tuesdays. We'll be like right if we're in the on time. We'll be there. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I guess I have nothing else to listen to. Yeah. I may as well. And then, you know, if you want, or actually, I demand that you uh, rate us and <laughs> yeah. possibly review us if you want. Yeah. But you better. I mean, reviews are are amazing. But if you don't have time for that, maybe just, you know, to, to give us a few stars. Yeah. Five, ideally. But, you know, we're, we're not. It's fine. We're not picky. We just appreciate that you have joined us. And we hope you join us next week. And yeah, love you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>